My ears keep popping. <laughs> My ears keep popping. Yeah. Alright, well that sounds like a good enough start. Anyway, so, now to get into this episode. As mentioned in the last one, we will be beginning this episode talking about fiddling. Why do people fiddle? Which does have an obvious answer. Anxiety? What? Okay. Anxiousness. Oh, is the boredom. Boredom. I feel like mine's a bit of both. Anyway, that'll be kicked off by myself, Jaden, followed along by with this other human stuck in this room. <laughs> so why do people fiddle? I'm pretty sure it's because people get bored. I think it's boredom and anxiety. I definitely fiddle a lot when I'm bored. I do when I'm anxious. I mean, I mean, and I mean, you know a lot of, you see a lot of children, they fiddle a lot. Ah, uh, they don't even sit down on the mat right. <laughs> well, they fiddle with their diddle. And they play with toys and you tell them stop and they don't even listen and it's like, why can you not just sit there, fiddle with your fingers, but sit there and just listen. Well, I wonder, I wonder what it was like in like the old days, you know, when you didn't have that option. You didn't have the option to play with your phone or to play with a toy or anything like that. Like, all they had was books, a few board games, and their fingers. Well, I mean, like, off of shows and stuff, you feel you see them, like, putting the cards and stuff through their fingers. Like, dye and all that. True, true. Marbles. I think fiddling's always been a thing. It's just how and when you do it. Oh, yes. Everybody fiddles. Everybody fiddles with something. Whether it's even just scratching your eye because you've been sitting there for too long or yawning. Well, although that's not really directly. I don't know why we yawn. In the wild, uh, animals yawn to keep everyone alert and stuff. Which is why they're so contagious. Wait, do you actually not know why we yawn? No, I can't remember. One is either because you're genuinely tired, the other one is lack of oxygen to the brain. Supposedly lack of oxygen to the brain. Yeah. Hmm. But I can't, I can't really remember. There was something about that that it's not as simple as, as people say. So people always say that, that you yawn because there's a lack of oxygen to the brain. But there's something else about it. And I can't really remember it. And it's pretty psychological um, because it comes from... Well, that's why a yawn is so contagious. Maybe it's because everyone's just feeling bored, so they're just like... <laughs> Start yawning. Jeez, man, those guys on the motorbikes are friggin' hooning around. They're definitely not bored. The only thing they're fiddling with is the throttle. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, it sounds like most of the time it's on full. Yeah, so that is what we fiddle with and why. <laughs> well, not exactly why but um yeah fiddling people fiddle and uh fiddle quite a bit awkward silence for the win <laughs> no I'll just delete that i wonder if fiddling has anything to do with uh why we drink cow's milk <laughs> <laughs> what what i don't <laughs> i mean people are playing with nipples or what i don't well, well i don't know i mean who was the first person to to see a calf sucking on that cow titty and was like, mm, I need me some milk. <laughs> like, There's actually, I think, history behind that. There is quite a bit of history behind it. Um, I know that it's mainly due to uh, agriculture and stuff, So, which is also why um, I think it's like, there's a really high percentage of people in the world are lactose intolerant. Uh, it's just we can sort of ignore it. Like, you'll be lactose intolerant and you won't even know it. You'll have milk, Humans you'll have cheese. are not made to drink milk. They Cow's milk. They weren't initially made to drink milk. They still aren't. Well, so what happened? What happened is... Um, so, there were lots of people scattered around... And then one guy was like, hey, if I plant these plants here, then I control the food and people will want to, to come and be my friends. 
So people will come around and they'll build houses and they start building up civilizations. And of course, they're going to pull in some cattle as well so that they've got meat. And then I guess they were drinking milk because when you're a baby, you're not really lactose intolerant. Um, so yes, you are. I said you're not really lactose intolerant because you drink your mother's milk. Um, so lactose is a chemical combined compound or whatever it is in the milk, which is also in mother's milk, which is why babies aren't really lactose intolerant. Um, but the, the thing that makes up the, I don't know, I think, I think they might be enzymes, don't quote me on that, but the thing in our body that makes those proteins, um, they stop after a certain age, like two, three, or four. Whenever you stop um, getting regular milk and being breastfed, you know, it's, it's, it stops because there's no reason for you to need to um, digest and consume milk once you've stopped consuming it from uh, the, your mother. Um, but because there was so many little towns and stuff being made up, I guess towns are bigger name than what they really were, but little little groups of people, they had cows and stuff there, and the people who drank the cow's milk and would live longer because they were getting nutrients and stuff and the people who and then they would have children and then there would be some slight genetic modifications some little defects and that would allow them to actually um digest the milk properly because their body would keep producing that uh, lactose bonding thing in their body which allowed them to actually utilize the milk uh, a lot more than others. Of course, not completely, because, I mean, that milk's not really made for us. Cow's milk isn't really made for us. Um, which is also why you won't really, you won't go for, like, unpasteurized milk, unprocessed milk. Uh, that's why people, a lot of people get sick, because it's just, it's too strong. There's way too much of the lactose and stuff in there, because we really are quite lactose intolerant and um so obviously the people who were able to utilize this uh material the the milk from cows and goats and stuff were able to live longer healthier lives thus having more children thus passing on the genes that allowed them to process the milk that they were having at the later age and that spread like wildfire people started drinking milk everywhere and the people that couldn't deal with milk didn't live as long and then died <laughs> and didn't pass on those genes that couldn't process milk which is and, and i mean all that being said definitely now we have almost put a bit of a halt to to that sort of thing as in, if you can't drink milk, then you just don't drink milk because you can get everything you need elsewhere. Well, I know there was a girl in my school who was lactose intolerant, but if she took like a certain medicine or a certain pill, she could eat it. Mm, mm. And that'd just be whatever it is that binds to the lactose in our bodies. Um, they would have just yeah, given her that supplement, allowing her body to, to actually process the milk. But I mean, that is like a clear reason why evolution, our human evolution is at a near standstill. Like people are always like, oh, you can't prove evolution. Why haven't we evolved or anything like that? It's because we're not letting humans evolve. Back in the pre-technology, if you were sick, you would die. If you weren't sick, you were either, either immune to it had some immunity to it or just weren't didn't get that sickness you, you know you weren't around that person to get that sickness so as long as you were one of those three your genes will continue on and if you die your genes don't continue on so currently we're allowing um 
without being too, I don't know, cynical or whatever, we're allowing bad genes to continue on, which can, you know, bring on lots more. Like, I remember um, people used to say margarine causes cancer, which is just fake butter. Um, at least that's a saying that was here in New Zealand. They would always be like, oh, cancer wasn't around until margarine was around. Margarine is basically paint. And it's like, well, we've also been living a lot longer. And we've been having pills and stuff. We've had surgeries to fix any uh, issues or ailments. And then those people have been having kids which have those same issues or ailments and it's it's not being bred out of the human population the people that aren't immune aren't being left to die because one that's that's well we see that now as really inhumane um but i mean from an evolutionary standpoint we've we've put evolution on hold at least until we you know not true there's some people being born without wisdom teeth because biologically they're not, not needed yeah yeah but that's that is a type of evolution it is that or is like evolution. a little nerve thing yep yep and then there's also um yep that nerve or bone or whatever that's there in your wrist that um that has disappeared due to evolution but i mean like imagine how far we would be if we see that this is a really tricky thing to to touch on because of course it brings in like disabilities and stuff in the old days if you had a disability it was like you were a spawn of satan or something like that and most of the time these were witches oh yep and left-handed people were witches so like if you didn't fit the criteria usually of the church um a lot of places it was up to the criteria of the church because people were very religious so basically if the church deemed you as not a fit human uh, that is a very loose term by the way um then you were pretty much killed essentially um be it by neglect or literally by burning you at the stake or chopping your head off or something crazy like that shout out to the lefties well yeah because back in the the old days you'd just have your hand chopped off or killed nah, they, they burned some people for yeah, being yeah, left-handed yeah. yeah yeah so so some of the the nicer things they did was chop off people's hands if that can be considered nice and then the more harsh and brutal things they did was uh, kill them and, and torture them and do freaking crazy stuff. How do we get from milk to killing and torturing left-handed people? Because you like milk and I don't. I like milk. But I, I think that's also partially because, well, one, in New Zealand we drink a lot of milk because we've got a lot of dairy farms. So milk is quite... I'm going to say quite affordable. It's not crazy expensive. Nah, it's pretty expensive. I don't know. Well, we go through four litres of milk a week. Give or take. That depends on how many milos you have. Well, yeah, some weeks we'll go through eight litres and other weeks we'll go through three litres. And have one litre that sort of rolls over to the next week. Which is fine. Um, but it's still pretty expensive. I am cutting back on my milk intake, though. But milk still does end up getting a little bit wasted but it's not necessarily a bad thing um i mean wasting milk isn't a good thing um but it's not a bad thing that i'm cutting back on milk because as mentioned we weren't made to have milk so late in life Meanwhile, if I have milk, you best be bet, and I'm using the bathroom in 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> Even when I went to Burrito Brothers, and we, we had some sort of milky drink, and I was like, we have to go now. Did we have a milky drink? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. We had some sort of milky drink. I thought it would have been the sour cream that would have done it. <laughs> no, 
It was some sort of milky drink. Milky or creamy drink. Mm. Well, that that's that's weird. But I mean Well <coughs> You're right there? Allergies. Allergies. The fairies are out and I'm having allergies. Mm. Yeah, true. Allerg allergies is a really interesting one because um, I, well, I haven't done any research on this one but trees have continued to evolve I'd, I'd have to say um, that they've sort of split into two like because there's the untouched sort of stuff like the jungle and stuff which is the Amazon jungle which is slowly becoming smaller and smaller as the years go on because we need toilet paper to wipe our butts with um but I, I i feel like it wouldn't be um implausible that they would have that the amazon would have strains of trees that don't exist anywhere else because everywhere else we'll either nurture a specific type of tree so we can grow them and cut them down and make paper out of them so we can print pictures of cats on it or wipe our butts with it but there's definitely a lot less um natural wilderness for obvious reasons such as building cities and stuff which is a shame because there's so many houses and cities already built yeah yeah like like i get extending like i get it you know you've got to extend you got to expand but why don't you look at the buildings that are already built, buy the property, tear it down and fill it up again? Yeah, or even just do up the building that's already there. Like they were, they're building some sort of new apartment complex in Hamilton, and I'm just like, geez, man, mm. out of apartments and houses with the rent increase, just have the rent go down and people can afford to live in them. Yeah, like yeah. some of the houses here are what 460 to 500 dollars a week that's not even my paycheck oh yeah that's that's freaking crazy i don't know how people live there and the reason why I'm, and, and a lot of people that do live in houses where the rent is that much there's they've got six kids they've got wait hang on they've got like a few families in there there are cases where people have like six kids but they're usually um a little bit more financially set but then there's people that have uh, a bit more trouble with finances and they'll have like a few families in a three bedroom house so that's like probably three families including kids that uh, they all have to share because they can't afford to to live in their own place because rent is it just keeps going up and it's freaking crazy like, if rent went down, like, I know Hamilton's a big place, and there's a lot of jobs, blah, 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 mm. but if rent went down, I feel like there'd be a lot more people being able to survive easier, you know, not struggling to, with paycheck to paycheck kind of thing. Yeah, like, um, so when the coronavirus hit, they were saying that you should have X amount of money saved up so that you could survive four weeks without pay or something like that which is freaking absolutely crazy we've got we've got basically two demographics in new zealand the people that have enough money and the people that don't and the people that don't far outweigh the people that do the people that don't have enough money are living week to week um potentially getting some sort of government support and and that's like a really fine line it's about 700 ish dollars don't quote me on that um but it's like 700 ish dollars if you're getting more than that a week into the household then you don't you're like i think that's it like you no government help for you as long as you earn above the a very specific threshold even if it was like five dollars above it you're not going to get any government help um pretty much whatsoever unless you do some real good digging around and find some loophole or something yeah but it's it's tough 
I mean, we're in a position where we get government help and we actually need it, and it is a struggle. There are so many hoops you have to jump through, and if even one thing changes, you have to go right back to the beginning and get all the way through that process again. And I've even spoken to caseworkers and stuff, and even they get sick of it. Like, there's stuff that they say that they should be able to do on the computers, but like if one thing's done a little bit incorrectly or or there's like a, a, a detail that um, isn't exactly as their software expects it to be then it'll just not allow something purely because uh, whoever programmed the software didn't predict that it would need to be used in a specific way and it won't be allowed like how I um how I've gotten the money to get my teeth done to get um a tooth pulled next week because it's just above the amount that like sort of defaults that you can have um so it had to be done as two separate applications because when the guy that I was talking to on the phone was working on the grant um like he'd get to a certain point and then he'd click he'd click a thing and it'd just take him back to the beginning and wipe all of the stuff that he had done and he'd done it like two three times and he was like <laughs> he's getting a little bit frustrated on the phone but i was like hey it's all right just relax it's not your fault and he was like yeah but this is wasting time that he could be helping others as well but instead he's on the phone to me wasting his time with something it had been approved so he had spoken to his i don't know one person above him and it was approved but the software that he was using wouldn't let would disagreed it wouldn't let him do it so he had to split my the payment that was coming to me into two things and even then he said when i go and pay for it if it doesn't work with the full amount initially to do it to split it in half and do two separate payments if it doesn't work because of how their systems are set up because it's so difficult to actually get any decent help from the government but we are pretty friggin lucky because what's it like in america do, do you even have you even seen that side of America? What do you mean? Like getting help, getting welfare. I haven't been on any of that. Yeah, no. Well, because you, you came here before you were, when you were 18. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, you can get food grant, or not food grant, welfare, food stamps, all that stuff. I know it's a process. Yeah, it is. It's a process anywhere. And, I mean, I understand, because people are going to take advantages of I think advantage America, of it. it's more in-person, though. Well, yeah, because there's so many people in America, it's, it'd be a lot easier to take advantage of the system. And it's those people that ruin it for everyone else. They'll go in, and they'll just talk crap to get as much money out of the system as they can. And then you've got people go in, they'll be completely honest, and they'll walk out with next to nothing like so we had i think we had 30 dollars for food and we'd had 30 dollars for food for a couple of weeks and so i called up to see if i could get a food grant and because i had 30 dollars they were just like well that's that's money for food you can you can still buy food with that contact us when you've got no food and well yeah we brought some food with that we brought noodles <laughs> which which aren't necessarily something you should be living off of but it's something that happens way too often like everywhere like there are families that live on next to nothing and but luckily we've got enough systems uh, enough things that a lot of kids can get a lot of free food at school. I think this has gotten <laughs> this conversation's gone a little off track. A little. Well, yeah, I didn't plan on talking about that. I was just letting you talk because I don't know how it works here. So. Hmm. Yeah. It's 
it's it's really difficult because we have so many dishonest people um like if it if it wasn't for people being dishonest then this it'd be way easier just give people money like yo you need this much money here you go because people would be straight up and honest and be like hey i just need 50 bucks for food this week blah 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 here's the money like yeah but instead um people just aren't honest like i've seen families that are like the both the mother and the father are on the benefit not looking for jobs or anything they'll have three or four kids which means they get extra money from the government to look after the said three or four kids and they'll have parties get drunk bloody all that stuff they'll buy heaps of alcohol and drugs and the kids barely have enough food to go to school you know they drink water like <laughs> they don't get a nice drink in the morning um and that is like all too common sadly and i think that's mostly because the parents are just i don't know taking the easiest route not really too concerned probably had kids way too young and don't know how to look after them let alone themselves so they're just living day to day and doing whatever they want i don't know live, live the day like it's your last it's a it's a nice saying but it's definitely not a good way to live definitely not don't got the money for that <laughs> Jeez, if i couldn't even live a day as if it was my last day <laughs> friggin broke i've got six dollars in my account <laughs> like mm. but it happens all the time and it doesn't really seem to be a hell of a lot stopping that schools aren't there to teach your kids how to live life and budget and stuff i mean i know i was never taught that in school i was taught about taxes and fractions and all that which most of the stuff i've learned i've been able to apply it in life even trigonometry um fractions although in new zealand we don't use fractions very much at all that's more of a just an american thing the rest I of the world at fractions. Oh. oh there you go good thing you're not a mechanic in america or else you'd be like what's smaller three eighteenths or or um i don't know two sixteenths um I'm, uh, three eighteenths two sixteenths i'd say two sixteenths is bigger than three eighteenths do you think that sounds about right I don't know. They have tools with that written on it. That makes no sense at all. I love I like, them. <laughs> I like fractions for baking. Because half a cup of flour is easier than 200 grams of flour when you don't have a scale. Because I can measure out a half a cup of flour, but if my scale isn't working like it currently isn't, or I don't have one, guess what? I don't know how much 200 grams of flour is. Mm. Or butter. Butter especially. 200 grams of melted butter. Okay. That's probably half a cup of melted butter, which I can see is there, but I don't have a scale to measure it. Yeah. The the more expensive butter has um, 50 gram marks on it. That still doesn't help. What if you cut unevenly? What if you cut diagonally? What if someone decided to take some butter from one end and butter from the other end? Do you cut it in the middle and hope for the best? <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely making it i wing my baking a lot more than people think well at least you bake i suck at baking haven't even seen you try i have so i made those cookies i made and they turned out fine oh uh, yeah you were happy with them she wants to go outside but she can't get past the curtain what is she doing she's just standing there so our cat secret is just standing by the open door which has the curtain in front of it 
to stop bugs and stuff from coming in. Because it's summertime. Because it's summertime here. Well, it's going into summer. It's not quite summer. I hate the heat. And uh, she's just sort of standing there, staring at the wall. I guess. Uh, I much prefer fall or early spring when it's still cold. Winters in New Zealand is like a year-round fall. It's just cold. You get an occasional frost here and there, and that's about it. But I don't like them because they're so cloudy and rainy. Yeah, it rains a lot. I much, I much, much, much prefer fall where the sun comes out. No, I... I don't know. Weather sucks. And I like Michigan winters because of the snow. I love the snow. Don't have much experience driving in it, but I love the snow. Mm, I'm sure there are a lot of people that hate the snow. Yeah. Mm. Me, I don't and really I still know live the in snow. Michigan. <laughs> I don't really know the snow. I we we need to, we keep planning to go to the mountain when it snows next, but man, that is difficult. Well, COVID happened last time. Well, yeah. Actually, yeah, COVID happened like right when it would have been a good time to go to the mountain. I'm gonna take the cat so she can see the snow for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could take a ski. Nah. <laughs> no. He won't tolerate the car. Nah, he'll probably run away. Although he was really good. Um, he was really good the other day when I took him to the vet, which is a good thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, like he still hisses at us and stuff in the house. Yeah. Yeah, but. He definitely doesn't try to claw us or anything, which is um, which is a really good thing. I don't know if he's a lost cause or not. It's... This cat, we brought her the stray cat, got him fixed because he was peeing in our house. And your girl loves having the doors open in the summer because it's too damn hot. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to clean up cat pee in the summer. Let's get him fixed. Caught him, got him fixed. And I was like, oh, he hasn't pooped yet. What hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I think we need a little more context to Why? this. Why? We got him fixed. Okay, so there was a stray cat that, from being a kitten, would always come to our back door, would always feed him. Not like a kitten kitten. Not not like a tiny little kitten kitten, but a self, self-sustained kitten. Like. I, I'd say maybe cat. Like, he's not an old cat. You can see he's a young kitten. Mm-hmm. Like, he's probably a year oh, he's, old. Oh, he's growing a crap ton, yeah. He'd be about a year old now, and it was about... Last year, December. 11 months ago. Yeah, last year, December, is when we started sort of chilling with him. And it's now, what is it, October? Yeah. October the 25th. So, that's quite a long time we've known him. And we've always tried to interact with him. I've spent a lot of time with him. Yeah, you've spent a lot of time just sitting on the back doorstep trying to get him to come to us so we can pat him yeah um, oh and i mean a lot of time like he would tell me to go in the house and i would have just got him to start suckling some food out of a pouch yeah literal hours a night every night for weeks for months then covid happened and we were both home more which en- enabled us to be out the back and actually interact with him so we were hold on wait what in the middle of all of this we did get him in the house once yeah we traumatized him that traumatized him a lot we locked we locked him in the house and he tried to escape and he got his head stuck and he friggin he got out he made his own way out and he well he damaged uh, around the window but he got out and he wasn't really interested in us for a couple of weeks but he um, still came back he still came back we just weren't able to get near him or anything he wasn't he didn't like the house at all he didn't like coming near the house which is fine yeah I'm we under we understood it because that was entirely our fault we should have kept a closer eye on him we should have tried to comfort him a lot at more at that time you also had to go to the hospital um, so we couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, I ended up in hospital, so... It was just... It wasn't great timing. 
Um, but we built up the trust and everything, and he became... I don't know, we just saw him every night, gave him pats every night. He trusted us yeah, enough that, that we could pat him and feed him, but he wouldn't come anywhere in the house if we, we were around him up. Yeah, like, yeah, we even got to a point where we could pick him up and hold him outside. It was for short periods. But, yeah, we couldn't... It was nothing beyond that. Um... So, and we'd leave the door open, and sometimes he'd come in the house and eat some of the cat food. As soon as he saw us, he'd, he'd run outside. He was definitely too scared to be in the house with us. And, um... And then we started noticing that there would be pee, puddles of pee. And we initially thought it was one of the two cats we've already got. And a couple of times it was. Um, we haven't directly caught him peeing in the house. But the smell is enough for me. But his, his <laughs> urine has a very distinct horribly potent smell i think it might be like territory pee slash i'm the male yeah and and so from that because we want him to to stay around with us and we're pretty sure he wants to still be around us because of the free food and pets um we decided that we were going to get him fixed so we called up organized to get him fixed uh we hadn't seen him in about a week um Oh, well, we'd seen him, but we hadn't pet him for a while. And, um, and even, like, a day before he was due to go fix, um, we'd called up and said that we just, well, he's gone. Because the, the couple of times we saw him, um, we couldn't get him inside. Uh, you tried once, and that spooked him, and he wasn't interested. Um... But then sort of, I guess, last minute-ish, 24 hours before he was due to go in. Um, because I hadn't interacted with him for quite a while. I guess he didn't have uh, much distrust with me. Oh, I just got a text to say that my doctor's going to a funeral. So I can't go get my poop, my tooth pulled. <laughs> so I'm going to have You're to real... Pulled. My poof pulled. <laughs> Um, so I've got to reorganize that next week. That's all right, I guess. You know, people die, you got to deal with that. But anyway, back to Skitty. His name's Skitty because he's skittish. Uh, yeah, we're real creative here. <laughs> it is real creative. Well, yeah, it's pronounced S-K-I-D-D-Y, but it's spelled S-K-I-T-T-Y. Someone yelling for help? Man... Those motorbikes are so loud. They're all just yelling with each other and stuff. I hope I, can, I remember to cut that little snippet out because we were silent. Um, okay, so... Anyway, so yeah, so I... I went outside and I sat down and I was... Petting Skitty. And... Eventually I just... Picked him up and brought him inside. And then we closed the door. Um, he cried a little bit. He was meowing. Because... I don't, well, I don't blame him. But he usually now, so it wasn't really too much of a concern. He's a vocal cat. He is a very vocal cat. We have two... Actually, you know what? All three of our cats are quite vocal. No, his ones are loud vocal. His ones are very loud. We've Secrets got... are little squeaks, and Ada sounds raspy. Well, yeah, she just tells us when she's hungry and when she wants to go outside. Secret just... Complains. Complains if you look at her. Um... And Skitty complains if he's lonely. Wants really. to say hi. Yeah. Sometimes just, it's yeah. like, look at me, look at me, look but at me. The, the craziest thing is once we'd locked him inside and specifically gave him attention, because the first time we locked him inside, we gave him space, which probably wasn't the best thing. We gave, I think we gave him too much space. So he was more thinking of how to get out and that he was trapped. But this time we gave him attention and... Half the house. And half the house. And we we seen a side to him that we'd never seen before. We seen a super cuddly, super nice, like, pet cat 
outside like an indoor like an cat. In, yeah he was acting like an indoor cat and he'd come up to us and cuddle up to us and jump in the bed with us and now during all of this it's not like we haven't tried finding his owner I put it up on Facebook that we there was a black cat coming around. We caught him. Had some people come see him. Oh yeah, yeah. And this was they were um, like, "No, it's not our cat." This is ages ago. Um, so it's not like we just stole somebody. Yeah, this cat. isn't some random cat we stole. We did, um, you know, specifically try to find an owner. One guy around the area had lost a black cat and came over to see him. It scared the crap out of him, by the way, because this dude just picked him up and like looked them all over. And was like, oh, no, my cat's a girl. And it's like, well, you could have said that because this cat has a couple of massive testicles hanging out the back. But he just came over, picked him up like it was his, and, like, Skitty was not happy about that. He wasn't happy for the rest of the night after this stranger came in and picked him up. Um, but, I mean, I guess, you know, the stranger didn't no he could have just said that his cat was a girl though um but yeah we have really tried to find out and figure out where his home is um he was really skinny before we were feeding him like skin skin and bone bones. like you, you could see his whole skeleton it was actually really bad um now he's a little chubster yeah now we've we've fattened him up We've snipped those nuts off. He's uh, been, what is this, three days without nuts now? Thursday? It's Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Yeah, so about three days without nuts. And, and four nights in the house. And four nights in the house. He's he's warmed up to us. Um, he still does get moments where he's scared and he will hiss at us because he's scared and not comfortable but overall overall he has i believe he's growing as a cat but i am worried that the second we let him outside all that is just gonna disappear and he's gonna hate us because we've chopped his nuts off well we can't keep him as an inside cat we definitely can't keep him as an inside cat he's ruined the lace he's pooped in my plants he's pooped on the blanket i would have preferred him pooping on a blanket than digging out of the dirt to one of my plants and pooping in it <laughs> we're trying to get him to use the litter box we put dirt in the litter box to see if that'll help but he like, is like he a pees handful. in the litter box he peed in the litter box both of them mm. like at I don't know if he understands that he can pee and poo in the litter box. Although he peed on that blanket this morning. So, I don't think he understands that that's the designated pee-poo area. I think it's more, he sees it more as like a commodity. Like he can just, he can pee and poo there, but doesn't have to sort of thing. But, we're going to keep him in for a couple of weeks... Give or take, depending on how hot it gets. It depends how hot it gets. (laughs) It depends how difficult he gets. If he's showing signs that he is not improving and that he just doesn't care where he pees and poos and that he does... And if he doesn't... Shut up, you guys! (laughs) And if he doesn't warm up to us more, um, we're just... Of course, we're just going to let him back outside. You know, we're not going to force him. But we really want him to understand that inside is a safe place. Uh, he can come inside, sleep inside, get some pets and some cuddles. He mm. can sleep with us. That's fine. Because, man, he has been in some bad cat fights. Like, He's, He has a scar from one of his eyes upward. And he currently yeah. has chunks of his ear out. There's actually a chunk in his right ear taken out. Mm. And like when we went and got them fixed, they were asked. They asked me, and they were like, "Hey, you know this? Do you want us to look it over?" And I was like, "No, no, no. It's okay. It's a cat fight. I know when it happened um, because we were seeing them every night. We'd see new scars pop up, and far out. There was one time when he must have been in a massive fight, and he had blisters. Uh, he had scabs, like all over his, all over the front of his body, a few on the back." And they were shaped, you know, they were shaped like your classic cat scratch. And I think a night or two before that, we'd heard 
a pretty crazy cat fight and which is difficult for him because he's so young so hopefully his testicles being away helps with that yeah hopefully um we just want him to understand that he can go outside do whatever he wants at daytime and but he's got a place where he can come inside sleep safely have some food have some a bit of love and pets and just that he can relax like the last couple of days he's been inside he's just been relaxing i mean granted it's at one of those days he was high off his kite from the painkillers and the ketamine that the vets gave him but and and man he was seeing something <laughs> he was he was in another planet but he's definitely gotten a lot more comfortable on the couch on the spare bed and on our bed he will happily lay down and um and relax which is probably the first times he's ever relaxed to sleep instead of worrying about something coming up and killing him yeah this is probably the most relaxed he's been he hasn't had to be on guard the whole time worrying that another cat might get territorial or something maybe an owl you never know or an owl you know and he's not having to constantly worry about food like the first night with the, well the first day with food he scoffed the food back as fast as he could because if you don't eat it someone else is going to eat it but of course in the house there's basically an unlimited supply of food and water and shelter and i have noticed he's started taking his time eating food like he's slowed down he won't eat all of it yeah like it used to be um if our cats had left even the tiniest bit he'd go in he'd lick the bowls he'd eat as much cat food as he could and then he'd leave but now he's just taking his time which is really nice to see um it's showing that he's gotten a lot more comfortable than what he was which is quite nice hmm. what do you want to talk about can i be honest what's up getting a little bit hungry you're hungry <laughs> well it is uh it is about it is past lunchtime. yeah i haven't had any breakfast yet it's almost one i've had breakfast because very shortly i'm about to go out yeah, I feel my tummy grumbling. <laughs> well, at least I can't hear it. Not yet. <laughs> Look, I got the bite. You got a bug bite. Dumb. It's yeah. so itchy. I got a bug bite on my ankle. It's one of the worst places to get a bug bite, I think. Anyway, up and coming subjects. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> oh. <sighs> usually comes in phrase um let's see so up and coming subjects we're going to talk about not necessarily not necessarily in the next um episode of uh said podcast but why is february on here how can you how, february <laughs> it's said so many different ways like in movies like you'll watch one movie they'll say february and then another one will be like February. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I'd just mumble it. I'd just be like, February. <laughs> like, F E B R Y. February. <laughs> and. I don't know. It was just. A, it's February? just. February is an interesting word. How do you say it? February. February. Like, and it's a strange. It's like ask. I literally or ask it. I literally strain to uh, say February. Like I have to specifically think of how to say that word. Pretty much every other word I just say it comes out. I don't think about how to say it. But February, I have to specifically think about it. About how to use my mouth and vocal folds. I didn't know if it was the days, the month, or like what was going on with February. Yeah, I just put February on the list because it's just it's it's tough to say. But I mean, I guess we sort of covered it. That was just a quick one. 
That one's a little quickie. I <laughs> like quickies. Just a little quickie. Okay. So, more subjects coming up. Subjects including um, LSD, working, political views, um, just simply being polite, meat versus vegan. All these are coming up in the up-and-coming episodes of the Screw-Ups podcast. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Today's episode was definitely more of a background player, something that um, you don't necessarily sit down to specifically listen to, but something that's nice to have on whilst doing the vacuuming. If you vacuum, you can't hear it. Well, I put headphones on and listen to podcasts and vacuum all the time. I love it. It's one Nana of, might not do that. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Nana might not do that. Well, they can turn the volume up. Well, not everyone listens to podcasts and vacuums. Some people, That's my point. <laughs> some people drive and listen to podcasts. Some people walk, run. Some people just sit there and listen to them and write. I usually listen to podcasts most of the day. I'll listen to it when I'm editing videos. I'll listen to it when I'm cleaning, when I'm chilling out, when I've gone for a bike ride sometimes. Usually a bike ride I listen to, um, like, techno or EDM or dubstep depending on how i feel it's been a while since i've gone for a decent bike ride though and um yeah thank you if you've made it this far to the episode through the episode don't forget to congratulations well yeah congratulations first and foremost but don't forget to let us let us know at uh, www.dubcodesmedia.com forward slash the screw ups that's d-u-b-c-o-d-e-s-m-e-d-i-a dot c-o-m forward slash t-h-e-s-c-r-e-w hyphen u-p-s there is no capitals in there try to keep it simple it is a long url but trying to keep it simple (laughs) (laughs) u-p-s